The following podcast is a Dear Media production. That's so retrograde. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, I'm Stephanie Simbari. We're so happy that you're joining us. It's the tail end of summer. Wow, it flew by. It really flew by. Like, what is happening? We're already in Virgo season. That's beginning of school. I know. That's pencils and, and pens and, and notebooks and grades. Back to school cool. Wow. I need to get my new sneakers for fifth grade. I need to get my Delia's catalog and <gasps> pick some stuff out. Oh my God, how dare you bring my favorite catalog into this conversation. <laughs> I used to circle things and ship the catalog to my grandma. Forever back to school vibes around this time. Oh my goodness. Well, we had a good summer, although I do feel as Los Angeles residents will be extending this summer moment into... Late October. Yeah, it just got warm. The whole country was like, it's 100 degrees every day all summer. I was like, it's perfect here. And now it's, <laughs> I'm nonstop She's sweating. She's warm. So hot. But I'm really just happy that we've made it through yet another intense astro moment, that we've gone to the beach a couple of times, that we've had such amazing people on this show. Yeah. We've connected with so many of our beautiful listeners. I haven't gotten laid, which is maybe a problem, but um, we're working it out. Let's be optimistic for the season ahead. Here's the thing. When you become discerning, Mm -hmm. it becomes challenging. Yes. Because I know I could go outside and just fall on any dick that landed on the curb. But that's just not where I'm at in life. I've made it to 34 without HPV. (laughs) And I just feel like at this point, continuing to be careful is a good call. That is. Like... Come on. What what do you think? I think keep that pussy on a pedestal. Right? Mhm. I know. God damn it. It's just so great. <laughs> exactly. But guys, as soon as I get penetrated, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> Thank goodness. I think I speak for everybody. We're at the edge of our seat. I mean, I feel like they are. I feel like they're really more concerned about it than you are. I feel like you don't care at all, actually. Really? Yeah, I feel like you don't really even think about my sex life at all. And when it comes up, you're kind of just like, just shove something up there and be quiet already. <laughs> that's that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't care what it is. I just can't hear you talk about it anymore. <laughs> Not wrong, but I'm in full support and championing whatever your choices are along the way. While we're on the subject of Elizabeth not supporting that, she's never once tried to set me up with anybody. Guys, Never That's, once. I literally don't know. We know all the same people. Yeah, well, maybe it's time for you to branch out and get some new friends so you can hook me up with someone. That's your new project. That's so interesting. I'm thinking about that right now. Yeah, you should I be. I think it's really just because <laughs> we know all of the same people. I mean, we literally hang out every second, so I, I, I forgive know. you, but I'm also disappointed. I know. I guess yeah. my boyfriend just also needs cooler friends. Yeah, if we could get Joey on some <laughs> sort of new socialization schedule, that'd be helpful. Working on it. If you guys could go out into the world more with that in mind, yes, I'd be really appreciative because it's about me at the end of the day. You guys should see how she's looking at me right now. <laughs> she's like, I don't like I'm like this. leaning into the joke, but also ready for a new one. You know, you guys know how it is. We're Friendship. just having fun. Look, we're about to interview Joy, who's the greatest jewelry maker I've ever met. And how am I supposed to get an engagement ring from her if you're not doing your job? That's 
Absolutely true. So. We're so excited to have Joy joining us. You guys might recognize her from Instagram as Communion by Joy. An Instagram celeb in my book. We are obsessed. Yeah. And her jewelry and her designs are sacred art worn by the modern mystic and warrior. So we thought oh. if there's anything that describes the That's So Retrograde audience more, modern I don't think Modern mystics so. and warriors. And may you be guided and protected on your journey in life through these pieces. Mm, I have to say, when you look at the website, it's kind of like the energy of her intention yeah. jumps out at you. It's so true. And you just want to drip yourself in her beautiful energy and diamonds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we're going to have a little uh, chat with her. So I love that, it. And then, Steph, I will find you somebody because the end of the day, it's all about getting one of Communion by Joyce rings <laughs> on your finger. And it's that true. feels right in my soul. I mean, I'm going to buy one for my pointer finger, mm-hmm. but then if we just scoot over to the other finger, do you see how bare it is? Yeah. It's upsetting. It's yeah. naked. It's cold. Okay. So we just need to put our heads together. All right. You got it. I'm here for you in the name of friendship and partnership. Thank you so much. So without further ado, let's introduce Joy Sanglang Smith. I remember yeah. I met this person at a wedding and we both like attacked each other at the same time. Yes, we did. It was wild. Yes. The voice you're hearing is that of Joy Smith and you guys might know her from her amazing Instagram jewelry art explosion, Communion by Joy. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I was so happy when you contacted me because I listened to your show and like secretly, I'm like, maybe they'll ask me one day. And you did. Hi. And so and it was like a spur of the moment thing. And I was like so excited that I was available and you guys were available. It's so perfect. You have such a unique, you know, there's a lot of pretty jewelry on Instagram. Yes, there is. I mean, I'm a fan of jewelry. I see them all too. I love you it. You do? Yeah. Who are some of the favorites that you're following? Okay. So I love Sophia Zakia. I don't know if you've heard of her. Mm-mm. Well, she's Great. I love her. Her jewelry is very, I'd say, like mystical, like tarot cards, just really amazing, spaced out jewelry, like spacey jewelry, which is great. Cool. Oh, and I love my friend Megan. It's Jupiter Lala. Oh, we love. Yes. Love. Well, I just love all the work she does, not just jewelry, but ceramic work. I mean, I'm a hoarder. I hoard (laughs) her ceramic work. Well, I feel like you guys kind of have a similar vibe, and, and that's why, you know, coming on So Retrograde, I feel like is so appropriate because you and her both are not just making jewelry, you're channeling like a spiritual connection to your creativity through the work that you're doing. Yes. And you're talking about that, yes. which is amazing. Yeah. At first, when I first started on Instagram, <laughs> one of my friends told me, she's like, oh, don't put any spiritual stuff on your Instagram, like wording wise. And I'm like, why? I said, because it's kind of hard for me because all my jewelry and my work stems from that. She's like, no, no, no. She's like, this is fashion. Like (laughs) no one's going to want that. I'm like, really? And so for a little bit, when I first started Instagram, I kind of didn't put any of that and shied away from it. And then I just didn't feel like I was being very true to myself. And I just did not know what to say. Right. You're like, how do I reframe (laughs) the thing that I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, how do I explain why I call this this, you know? And then I just thought, you know what? It doesn't matter if people are going to follow me because, you know, they resonate with what I'm putting out there, not because I'm not cool or I'm not fashionable. I mean, it has nothing to do with that for me. But isn't it funny now how spirituality has suddenly become fashion? Yeah, really. Like very quickly. Yeah. It's like fully shifted. Yeah. I feel like in the last 
few, like maybe four or five years. Yeah. Well, I think it's been interesting. I come from a fashion background, mm-hmm. started working in the industry when I was 15. And it's just been really interesting what Instagram has done for the industry. It's almost like fully pulled the carton back and democratized the entire experience. And yeah. so I think there's room for everybody and people can languish it however they want because they're able to target their demographic directly. Whereas previously, you know, we had like the monthly magazines and fashion week that we would watch very specific shows that would maybe give information about what was happening there. Now it's like a daily consumption. Right. So it's really cool that, I mean, that's one of my things I enjoy about what Instagram has done for fashion. I mean, there's no turning back. So I love to hear you talk positively about Instagram. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Those sentences are fo- so few and far yeah. between. No, I'm into it now. I think yeah. it's cool. No, I know. It's Instagram for me, like, obviously it helps me, you know, put my message out there. And I always try to disguise. I'm like, oh, well, because I'm a very spiritual person. I grew up Catholic, but I'm open. I'm spiritual and it's all the same. It's all, it's nothing about religion. You know, I thought, okay, well, through my artwork, you know, someone will see this jewelry and they'll say, oh, that's pretty, you know, and then maybe they'll follow me on Instagram. And then they start to like, you know, read the captions. And then maybe that will like pull them into something that they never realized within themselves. And I felt that like, that's kind of like how yoga got me. Like, I did not like yoga. And my friend's like, oh, come with me to yoga. And I was going through a hard time. And I'm like, no, I don't do yoga. I'm not a yoga person. And once I started doing it and like giving into it, all of a sudden I'm crying. I, you know, I started resonating in this like other way. And it just opened me up to to something more, you know. And I feel like, oh, yeah, the jewelry is just like the gateway to Mm. like spirit for me or any type of artwork that I do. You I know? love that. I really yeah. want to talk about the connection between the spirituality and the creativity because, you know, creativity is totally like a divine experience mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. You, you have to be open to like something. Yeah. It's not coming from you necessarily. No, exactly. And that's it's like a hard through It's us. moving through you. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that can be a hard thing, you know, when artists are in like a suffering place it's mm-hmm. because they feel like it's up to them to like churn something out and like a lot mm-hmm. of blocks come from that putting so much pressure on yourself as mm-hmm. opposed to like, like you said, like opening yourself up to letting something move into creation with you as like the vessel. Yeah. For me, when I first began my journey and first I wanted to be a painter, I wanted to be an artist. I was like obsessed with Picasso and Van Gogh and like all these like amazing artists. And I too thought that I had to be miserable or just like have some sort of missing piece or not like a always... distinct pain, exactly. something to complain about, yes. a, a yes. suffering of some kind. Exactly. I thought that like, oh, you know, I need that to kind of create in a certain way. You know, I saw, uh, you know, my first healer and she's like, you know what? You don't need that. Like, yeah, you know, those, you know, Picasso, Van Gogh, they actually were such open channels. They were just super raw. They were able to make these beautiful works because, you know, yeah, they might've been in like, you know, not so great places, but that wasn't what created the art for them. What created the art was their open like vessels to, you know, uh, spirit, even if they did not even call it that, you know, and they connected to that. And that was their way of, you know, manifesting their pain, their sorrow, their joy through that vessel and that channel. So it wasn't really anything that had to do with 
sadness or anything like that. It was just being super raw and open for something to come through and not really caring what, you know, other people around them might have thought about their work or anything. It was just like this raw thing. And so for me, when when I created in the beginning, I tried to be in style. And maybe if I correct, you know, make it this way, people are going to buy it, you know. And I realized that the more I tried to create something in certain ways where I thought that would be appealing to people, it never sold, Mm. you know, never. And so... I thought, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, open myself up and see what comes through me and not judge it. And once I started doing that, I started creating like pieces like these, you know, they're not exactly common type of pieces. Like this one that you're wearing is called the Temple of Joy Light. Joy brought yeah. a palette of rings to we're, us. We're dripping. Yes. <laughs> we're, yeah, full drip. They're, I mean, yeah. it's they're very, they're almost simple but they're intricate and that's yeah. what I love about them so much yeah they're, and you. they're delicate too yes and so you can stack and layer and yes it's like something that's real fancy but not like too flashy thank you yes <laughs> yeah so well fancy and flashy yes Perfect. exactly so for me I started you know just creating designs that came through me and it's almost like when I create I don't even know what's happening Like I am in like this zone. I just start doing stuff, you know, and then when I'm done, I'm done. And it comes out to be like, that's my enlightened warrior piece. Yeah. So how does, how do you come up with, like, this is what I, where I'm going with it is like all of your pieces are named something along those lines. And then you have like a description of, right. And whenever I look at your website, I'm like, what was she feeling when she made that? Actually, I was feeling probably nothing <laughs> at the at the time where like it's coming through me. It's almost kind of like I black out, but You're I in state. but I know what I'm doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like something is moving through me, and then when the piece is finished, that's when I look at it, and then I let it like come alive and like my eyes and energetically. And then I go, okay, well that is enlightened shaman ring, or this You're is the rays of light ring in full flow. Yeah, you know. And so for me, because I started almost like 13 years ago, jewelry is very simple, you know? And I think like the designs that I came out making, I'm like, I don't know if anyone's really going to buy this. kind of looks strange, you know? But I realized that people started resonating with it and associating me with these type of designs. The first ring I ever saw of yours, I think the one that I'll end up purchasing is the (laughs) rainbow, like looks like a headdress. Oh yeah, yes. That was like- My warrior burst ring, yes. I found that and I was like, who is this woman? Thank you. Like jumped out of the phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one so much. That reminds me. I mean, it does remind me that has a lot of like Native American energy to it. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it just I love that one so much. So are you like on your spare time of creation? Like what are you kind of like filling your channel with in order to like release it? Because I feel like that's the kind of like going back to the Picasso conversation Mm -hmm. is like, thing that's like created sadness especially like in that time I think is just like the time right like for sure not necessarily having access like oh we're reading all of these ancient texts that have suddenly come to light right. in the 21st century and the 20th century where it's like we have access to new information that can get us out of our <clears throat> pain and fill us with things that then we can chew on that bring light and happiness right so I'm curious like what are your you know who are you a student of? So I'm a student of documentaries. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. I'm obsessed with stories, you know, and inspiration. And, you know, I just, I, my husband's like, oh God, another documentary. Like, oh my God, another one. So basically it's like, 
I watched that. I don't know if you've seen it, like the documentary on Elvis Presley. Oh, I watched that. Yeah. And so it's just inspiring to me, you know, and Whitney Houston. I don't know if you saw oh, that I one. I saw that one. Yeah. I mean, it just inspires me how these people, you know, they're such amazing talents. They led such inspired lives. And to me, what resonates with a lot of these documentaries, whether you know, the people knew it or not was like, it was a lot of guided spirit, you know, and a lot of like, you know, they felt like they had this purpose and they had to get it out. And the way that they released it was through their artistic expression and their work and how much that like has touched people and how much they felt like that was like their only purpose in life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To touch people through their art regardless of like anything, you know what I mean? And to me, because, you know, of the work that I do, I like to get constantly inspired. And for me, like watching people go through the struggles that they go through and then come back up again and keep going and their inspiration and how they inspire people in the world is what I love. We got to take a break to talk about the one remedy that we love so much for our breakfast curiosity and just meal and sustenance curiosity in general. We're talking about Daily Harvest that delivers thoughtfully sourced chef-crafted food that is built on fruits and vegetables and can be prepared in less than five minutes. I mean, curiosity, color me no longer curious. (laughs) Curiosity and convenience is what I say. Yes. Because sometimes we find things that are a solution that are convenient, but they're not always healthy. And with Daily Harvest, you're getting all of the best things in one place. If you head over to daily-harvest.com, you will see that there are over 65 different options of ready-to-blend smoothies, refreshing chilled soups, savory harvest bowls, and you can keep everything in your freezer perfect for the gal or the guy or the person on the go. I'm going to recommend two things that I'm in love with. I've said this before and I'll say it again because once I get on something, it's hard for me to get off of it. I'm a Scorpio. You guys know this. The mint chip smoothie is crazy delightful. And then they have this ginger turmeric latte that's also a true delight. Ooh, I had the chocolate blueberry smoothie for breakfast this morning. And then I added a little green powder to it and some nut milk and a little bit of like water because I, you know, just to kind of like extend it a little. Sure, you want to make it more. Yes. And it turned out wonderful. So that's one of my favorite things about using Daily Harvest is you can have them on their own perfectly or you kind of doctor them up to whatever Like with you're the bowls, doing. you can add like a bone broth or an egg or some protein of some kind. Fresh herbs. Yeah. And, but if you have this great basis that's clean, delicious eating that's already in your freezer, and Mm -hmm. then you can kind of, like, choose your own adventure with it. Yeah. Or not. Yeah, or just take it as it comes, throw it in your bag, (laughs) put it in your office freezer, lunchtime comes around, throw it in that skillet on that microwave, go to fucking town. Keep the party going. So if you go to daily-harvest.com and enter the promo code retrograde, you'll get $25 off your first box. Wow. That's promo code retrograde, $25 off your first box. I love it. Do it. I need it. Do it. I'm going to use the code. Do it. Okay. Bye. Back to the show. I want to talk a little bit more about the creation of your jewelry. Yeah. And I feel switching like gears from uh, dead Elvis and dead Whitney Houston. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I feel like the best <laughs> word She's to describe like, it. We're backing up as you describe it is sacred pieces. Yeah, and you work a lot with crystals and gemstones within yes. your work. Are there any specific ones that you use and why? 
Well, I do love diamonds just because they're just so brilliant. And they, for me, diamonds represent purity. And also they represent being like the most brilliant thing and just radiating out like the most beautiful light. And they also represent this feeling of exuberance of like light. And that makes me really happy. And I also love pink sapphires or anything pink in stone. But mostly I use a lot of pink sapphires because pink sapphires to me remind me of like that softness, that feminine beauty, and just kind of overall remind me to have love for myself. So I use a lot of pink sapphires. And then I also use opals a lot because opals, they remind me of like looking at everything with like this magical eye. And it just reminds me of like magic in the universe. And then I also use moonstones a lot because moonstones, I love the ones that have like a really bright, like blue flash to them because they just remind me of the sky. They remind me of, actually they remind me of like Jesus. I don't know. (laughs) Just because I do see, like I was talking to you girls earlier before that, you know, I grew up Catholic, but I also am, you know, very spiritual and I believe that everything is one. But like, I do see a lot of like blue flashes, like coming out of like people's like aura and shoulders and like, and so for me, I just had like that Akashic reading done. And apparently Jesus is like, his aura is blue and like his energy is blue. So I kind of relate that. I wonder if that has to do with like in a larger scope of like the blue and the, as the chakras, the throat chakra and the sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm Jewish. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's funny. We went and we did our Arizona healings with Katie Kylie. Yeah, you were telling me about that. She said the same thing to me. She was like, so let me ask you, like, who do you feel like your, like, person is? She's like, is it Buddha? Is it Jesus? Is it Krishna? Yeah. And I was like, I want to say Buddha, but I know that you're about to say Jesus. (laughs) And I was like, Jesus? And she's like, yeah, like, what, like, your grandma was really Catholic, and that's with you, and that's why you, going into all this stuff, and I was just like, so yeah, now I'm, like, holding it down for Jesus. I know. Jews for for Jesus over here. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's like. (laughs) I mean, I've always thought he was really hot. Yeah. So. (laughs) He is, right? And so, and also, I think you're right about, like, the throat chakra, because he always had, like, such a message to spread. Yeah. And I think that's why it's blue because blue is like the chakra of truth you know and that's what he preached truth yeah you know and so Certainly. yeah so that's really interesting so yeah so moonstone reminds me of the energy of you know truth love you know and what else do I use emeralds yeah you have so many beautiful emeralds now yeah emeralds remind me of just like just like the heart yeah yeah because the heart chakra is green and so it just reminds me of like everlasting love. But then every once in a while you throw in like that rainbow Latisse or oh, the you rainbow do like lattice. those watermelon tourmalines. Yes, yes. I think I love tourmalines a lot because of array of colors. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many beautiful colors. And it's so interesting because like my stone dealer, I'm like, dude, he's like my freaking crack dealer. I love I swear that. to God, <laughs> I cannot even. I told him like, I'm sorry, I cannot look at your Instagram anymore. I feel like you're selling me crack. 
Like every time I look at it, I just like, I need that. I need, and there's certain ones. It's like those tourmalines, you know, I have FOMO. I feel like if I don't buy this now, I'm going to like miss out. And like, it's, gonna, <laughs> you know, it's like the craziest thing. But I love tourmalines because of the beautiful colors yeah. of that for sure. And then the lattice, Where rainbow did you lattice. Get those from? Yeah, they're, so they come out of this one mine in Australia and they're okay. a very like newly discovered stone and newly discovered mine and there's one mine so they're super rare whoa and so what I love about that stone is that so when you look at it I should have brought it but when you look at it there's these like black little lines and they could be triangles and so it's dark but then when you shine it into the light they turn into rainbows so for Isn't me, wild? it's wild. So, and everyone, every time I post on Instagram, they're just like, is that real? Is that like an effect? I'm like, no, no, no. This is like a real stone. <laughs> You're like, it's an app. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's why I was still like video. Yeah. Right. The Kira Kira app or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I always take videos of it so they can see that this is like real. What a metaphor for everything. Right. Yeah. And that's why I love it. I love it because, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, in the darkness, the you you are still like a freaking rainbow. You just haven't like... You just can't see it. You just can't see it. You haven't like turned the other direction towards the light. So right now you're just kind of in the shadow. But all you got to do is like turn over here and you're going to be shining, you know? So, I really like that. Yeah, yeah. same. Do, so the name of your brand is Communion by Joy. Yes. Did you start in wedding rings? And no. It, no. It took me a while to figure out what I wanted my brand to be called. And, you know... My name is Joy, and my maiden name at the time was Sangalang. So I'm like, oh, Joy Sangalang. Too many words, too many syllables, no. You know, and I'm like, I can't do Joy because that's not distinct enough for me. So I was just thinking, I was looking through the dictionary, and I was just thinking about like, well, what does my brand entail? What does that mean? Like, why am I doing this? You know, and I thought, you know, I'm doing this because... What I want to have is like intimate conversation with others, you know, and share my artwork, my creativity and my message with others. And so I looked up communion because I was like, ABC, you know, and I thought, oh, my gosh, communion means intimate conversation with others. You know, there's just that intimacy with another person. I thought, well, that's what it is. And it's kind of funny because I grew up Catholic and it's communion. But I thought that was like the thing that resonated most with me and had nothing to do with like communion. Well, it's not a Catholic word. The Catholics just took it. Exactly. First. Yes. (laughs) But I thought like that's what's going to be. It's going to be communion by joy because that. That's what I do. That's what I do with my work is I I share it intimately and have this intimate experience with the person who's either looking at my jewelry or wearing it. It's like our conversation. And But you also do make wedding jewelry. I do. It's like custom jewelry. I have some jewelry that I can make several of the same kind, but then I also do custom jewelry too. And so with custom work, it's like I have to really resonate with what I'm doing. I haven't been doing very many custom work just because I don't like to feel controlled. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I want to be able to, so usually if someone comes to me and they have like this specification of like what they want me to make, that's like, oh, this needs to be like centimeter, this centimeter, and then this like this. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm not your person. Right. I can't do that. Like, if you want me to do this, you have to like, you tell me what you th- want, and then I'll do what I want. 
But I love your rings. You, as you said, you work a lot with diamonds. Like for me, yeah. I my eye is always caught by uh, like a little bit more non traditional, quote unquote, pieces yeah. for a wedding. And I think the things you have, you know, already in your arsenal are amazing. Thank wedding you. Rings. They're so yeah. cool. Yeah. There's a lot of like pieces that I wouldn't think I wasn't making as wedding rings, but then they would like the one that you're wearing in the middle. I call that my love supreme ring. It's so I've sold that as a wedding ring so many times and I love it. You know, let me see that. Ooh, girl, (laughs) that looks like a really cool wedding ring. Yeah, I like things that are just a little bit. I think it's a little bit more modern to have something not so. Yeah. These days, I feel that's what, you know, I feel like a lot of people want something a little bit different. That's just special. Like we said, I just feel like everything is just so intricate, but it has like a little bit of flash to it, but in a subtle way. I'm just admiring my fingers right now so hard. (laughs) What are the names of the ones that that I'm wearing so people know like how cool they are? I use a lot of the word like, (laughs) so funny. My friends are like, what is this one called? Rays, light, guardian. Like I use all the same words and I like interchange them. So um, this is the radiant light ring. This is the rays of light. Oh, they're different. Yeah. And then oh, okay. um, this is my witness ring. Um, Talk moonstone. about that. What do you mean? Yeah. Witness? So the witness ring for me is when you go through life, there's so much craziness that happens, you know, and I try to practice not being affected by whatever's happening in this world that is terrible yeah the you know vibes yeah All, you know are omnipresent yeah yeah because there's a lot of stuff yeah. happening right now so for me when I created the witness ring I feel you know I can't remember where I heard it I actually think it was like a Ben Harper song I think it was like <laughs> something the witness oh. or something like that but it's basically just like just be the witness Right. Do you know what I mean? Just take yourself out of it and just watch and just be the witness and try not to be attached to what is happening here and don't get sucked into it. It doesn't mean that you can't have active participation, but you don't want to be energetically like drawn into that chaos because you really can't help anyone with that. And then you're just going to have this like energy of like fear and anger and chaoticness. And then you just feed that to everybody else around you. Right. So if you can just be a witness and see what's happening and look at it from a different perspective of like maybe a little bit of understanding, some love, then when you do actively do something, it comes from a different place and you're able to actually be more effective that way. Right. So that's what it that also looks all like about. an eye. Yeah, exactly. Let's take a little break talking to our guest today who has one of our favorite lines. Yes. As we're learning all about to go into one of our other favorite lines that is sustainable mm. and wearable and comfortable, mm-hmm. Rothy's. We love Rothy's here at That's Retrograde because we love a chic shoe with a sustainable and conscious ethos. We sure do. I'm on their website. Yeah. And did you know that they have a ticker on their site that says how many water bottles have been repurposed for the product and they're at over 36 million right now. So Rothy's are made from water bottles. Basically, they melt them down into like these little balls. Right. You went to the showroom and you saw this. And then 
The balls are then melted into like a string. Mm-hmm. And then the string is then 3D printed woven. It's so wild. Technology is an incredible asset. What is even amazing on its own is the styles, then the colors and the variations that these shoes come in that are constantly dropping. Did you say they had some new ones for the season? Yeah, I was checking them out and I'm a big fan of the point. There's mm-hmm. obviously the flat and the sneaker and the loafer. Mm-hmm. But I have to say the rosebud colored point. Ooh, can I see that? caught my eye and I think she's real cute and I also would point your direction to the opal python sneaker and maybe even the truffle python point truffle that sounds delicious it's great wow big big fans we've been talking about them a ton because we just love them so much and we're so grateful to partner with them if you guys want to head over to rothy's that's r-o-t-h-y-s And enter the code retrograde. You're going to get shoes for free shipping and returns. And the gift of giving yourself something that you know is good for our planet. And you can throw it in the washing machine. Wow. Again, that's rothys.com, promo code retrograde. So for me, I mean, it's like I go into all these things with my rings, but that's what I really feel about it. Well, it's a good reminder. Yeah, and that intentionality, like I think people who are drawn to your work, Mm -hmm. like that's an added layer that makes it really even more special than it is just visually. Yeah. And and for me, it's like, you know, I feel that people who, you know, buy my work or love it, it's that they feel that like, they might not even know what my whole definition is behind this, but they know that there's something that like makes them feel good or like yeah. at peace or feel connected to a loved one that's passed, you know? So that is good. Yeah. Like whatever it is that you feel from it, that's exactly what you're meant to feel. Well, every time I wear any jewelry, yeah. I have that. Yeah. I put it on my body yes. with a specific intention yes. to remind me of a certain thing. Exactly. Yeah. At what point did, because you said you were working at a jewelry store yeah. and then you started making jewelry. Yes. And I can only imagine that you're not being profitable right off the bat. Right. At what point did you have this moment of like, oh, I'm doing this? Yeah. So basically I was taking lessons at this. um, I was working at an art gallery because I love art and I thought that's what I want to do. Open up my own gallery or work in art. And I just wanted to do something creative on my spare time because I kind of missed doing that. And I took a jewelry lesson at Accents Jewelry in Santa Monica. And and so I just did it because I needed an outlet to create something. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. didn't think anything of it. Thought like, this is fun. And the thing with me is, again, I don't like to be controlled or be told what to do. And so I took, I think, three classes of eight (sighs) and I quit. Stop. Yeah. And I just started experimenting on my own because I felt like, okay, well, as long as I know the basics, like I can like experiment with this. I just didn't want someone telling me that I couldn't do that. (laughs) Why they were trying to tell you like what you can make? Well, no, it's just kind of like certain ways that you had to do things. And I just want to do what I want to do. Right. You know? Same. You know? It fully resonates. So I experimented with that. And then I didn't think anything of it. The class ended and I didn't do anything with the jewelry. Two years later, married my husband, was pregnant, and I just needed another outlet. And I needed a job. You know, because I was going to have baby and I need a part-time job. So I went back there and I asked them, are you hiring anyone part-time? I'm pregnant, by the way. So, you know. uh, (laughs) Are you hiring anyone for the next eight months? Exactly. They're like, oh, yeah, we have like a space available. So I went there 
started working there and that's when I start to really like learn because you have to make jewelry all the time you have to fix people's repairs and then I started really getting back into the class again and like just going in and like relearning again and then the owner was so lovely and let me have like a little corner to sell my pieces oh wow so that's how it all began so I had like little corner with my pieces and then you know they started selling you know and after a while I thought oh well maybe I can do this, you know? So I did a trade show, you know, and I got like a store and it just happened really organically. And then I realized that I could probably do this as a living and I loved it. I quit my job and I just put full force into it. And my husband said, my husband's so amazing. He said, I'll give you five years, you know, like I will like be your support. Not everyone has this, so I'm so grateful. I'll be your support for like five years. And if you cannot be sustainable in five years, you have to go back to work. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make this happen. So I just made it. I just made myself like do it. Amazing. Yeah. That's a really nice timeline. Yeah. yeah. Five years. That's a good I, yeah. amount of time. Yeah. I had my baby and I worked a little bit part time, but I yeah. mostly just dedicated it to my work and did trade shows and really hustled and a lot. And then throughout that hustle, what, what was there like any specific sale that happened that really turned the corner? I don't think so. I think it was just, just like, gradual. Gra- it was gradual. You know, I got a sales rep in New York. She was super amazing. She believed in me. All the stores that would not even give me the time of day when I hired her, she's like, oh, oh, I was doing a lot of silver. And she said, I only represent fine jewelry. I'm like, what do you mean? Silver is fine jewelry. And she's like, no, just gold. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, I don't know if I can afford to just do that. And so she's like, you, you can do it. You have to buy it. Yeah, you have to buy you sell it. it. So she's like, no, 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 you can do it. She's like, your pieces will translate really well into like the gold market. So I said, okay, I made she 10 right. pieces. She was totally right. <laughs> I made 10 pieces. She sent my line sheets to all these stores who said either no to me or didn't even acknowledge me. And they bought my jewelry. Yeah. And that's where it started. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think it was a combination of things. It was a combination of like her, me being ready, what I had to offer at that time to stores. They've never seen pieces of jewelry like that before mm-hmm. from, you know, the organic ways that I did it was different, Yeah, you know? So it's just a lot of hard work and timing, you know? So, and that was it. And that was done. And how long ago was that? It was probably 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm still like plugging away and just seeing what's new, you know? Because a lot of your stuff is really organic, but then you make, you do have like specific like molds too. Yes. Like I've seen, like I know the one that you're wearing is, you made that. Yeah. And you have other pieces like that on your website that are more like structured. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I think for me, I would like fine jewelry, you know, (laughs) I used to make really big pieces in silver And so I had to kind of refine myself and refine myself a little bit smaller and smaller because it's expensive. Yeah. So a lot of my pieces became smaller and more refined, which I didn't think that I could do. But yeah. I think that's like what I'm so drawn to because I love the delicateness of any piece. I think it's probably because I... My hands are like that of a child. So (laughs) (laughs) anything too bold is like not my vibe. So I like yeah. just like a subtle spark. Thank you. Yeah. They're lovely. So I think it happens differently for everyone. But for me, it's just really like a lot of long-term work. And I'm yeah. still doing that, you know? I mean, that's my favorite kind of story, honestly, is like when you have a, a vision or even just a curiosity and you you decide to just give that attention even. Yeah. Like that's really what 
what sparks anything. You're not necessarily even because you know we get a lot of letters and stuff from people who are like, I have this grand idea and I don't know what's right. It's like a couple of our conversations as of late have just been like, you know, just putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Like, go to that class. Like, try that thing. You yeah. Know, kind of that's the best advice that you could give somebody. Exactly. And I had no idea I would be making jewelry ever in my whole entire life. You and were open to the call. I was just open. I was just open to being like creative and working with my hands yeah. and expressing myself through my work. That's all I wanted to do. Like, I'm like, life, help me. This is what I want to do. What does this look like for me? You know? And I love that framework. Yeah, there's something so special about as humans when we can find that thing as you talked about the flow state that you're Mm -hmm. in when you're creating. And I think that is almost the soul's call of, of when it feels so like it's running through you. Yeah. But there's work that needs to be done in between that being able to identify what that thing is and then that timeline of being able to then monetize it. Yeah. But I think if you listen to that and stick to it and have a pointed vision of what you're trying to create, like that flow will meet up with like the business side of things. Yeah. I yeah. truly, truly, truly believe that. So yeah. if there's any listeners who are have that idea, have that thing they love doing so much – do it. Just know that like the timeline in your head isn't always up to speed with the timeline of the universe. And it might be a little bit longer, but that doesn't mean please don't stop doing it. Yeah. yeah you're not wasting time. There's just a bigger plan. No, it's so true. And then it may look different than what you thought. Because I really thought that was going to be like this like amazing like painter. And then I realized, ooh, my painting is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. This is not going to work That's, for me. The advice is follow yourself's call, but be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am super honest with myself, too. Have a critical eye. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Joy Smith, your brand is Communion by Joy. Yes. We love it so much. It's, Thank you. Everyone should be following this on Instagram. Thank you. Truly. And just goggling at it. Googling? Ogling. Ogling and Googling and goggling. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And yeah, I feel like get your like just the magic of it is so like even just seeing it in person versus like the internet, I'm like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm about to yeah. go levitate. We're big fans. Thank you. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you so much. We for just invited me. you here so we could just gawk over you <laughs> for 30 you minutes. You are so sweet. <laughs> oh no, well, you know, I was just I'm so excited. I'm so honored. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. It's like a dream. Yay. I love it. Roses and Thorns today is brought to you. Let's keep it in theme, this mm. fashion adornment theme. Mm. We've got tradesy.com. Do you hear the sound of this? Wallet opening? That's the sound of a Fendi wallet I recently ordered off Tradesy. That's because Tradesy.com is the hottest online luxury fashion resale marketplace where you'll get the fashion you crave at up to 90% off retail. Legit, you guys. Okay, you know me. You know that I'm not much of an online shopper. For some reason on Tradesy, I was just like not feeling that way. I was so excited by the deals and by the amount of stuff on there yeah. that I just wanted to order with disregard for fear. What I love about it is it looks like you're shopping like an actual retail site. Yeah. So the pictures are all with a white background. It's very clean. It feels like you're shopping a non-resale luxury yeah. website, first of all. Like imagine your favorite site at every price slash by 90%. And secondly you can return everything. So you feel safe about buying it. And, you know, for us, and as you've been on the journey with us here at That's So Retrograde, we're always aiming to be more conscious consumers. And this is not only a great way to get rid of and sell your luxury goods, this is the place to get rid of it, to sell it, have it find a new beautiful home, and then acquire amazing stuff for yourself. I love a green planet where everything's made of Gucci. Exactly, right? (laughs) And I just got these 
little Chanel mules that were so cute. They're vintage. They ended up being the same price of what a brand new shoe at Zara would be. They're so cute. And I'm obsessed with them. I saw you prancing in on them and I was like, oh, excuse me, madam. So if you guys head over to tradesy.com, it is the easiest, most trusted way to shop from the closets of millions of stylish women. And they have shoes, they have bags, they have accessories, they have clothing. They've got some nice jewelry, some some Cartier up in that motherfucker. Tradesy has the (laughs) designer pieces you'll love. Yes. So it's tradesy, T-R-A-D-E-S-Y dot com, promo code retrograde. And what do you get? $50 off when you spend $400. So give yourself a nice little $350 budget and go to town on that site. I guarantee you're going to find some amazing things. Yes. And tag us in what you get. We want to see. Oh, I love that. A little lady baby moment. Again, that's tradesy.com. You will save $50 on your very first tradesy purchase when you spend $400 or more. T-R-A-D-E-S-Y.com and use the promo code retrograde to save $50 on your first purchase of $400 or more. So give yourself a $350 budget and go to town. You will find some amazing pieces. And don't forget to tag us in hashtag lady baby. So uh, now let's go to roses and thorns. Let's. Roses and thorns, the high, the low, maybe the stem of what Mm. we're hoping for. Put it in your mouth. Do a little tango. I've got a little story. Tell me. Okay. So moved into a new place at the beginning of summer, Mm -hmm. as we know. We've been following. Well documented. Yeah. About like three days in, this lovely little cat started coming around. Mm. And like when I say coming around, like I'd be sitting outside and she would just jump up on my lap and sit there for an hour. Mm -hmm. Like it was an immediate connection. I was just so fell in love with this little thing and got so excited every time she came in the backyard. And for context, you guys should know that Elizabeth doesn't like animals. So it's a a big (laughs) souls transition that's been happening. Yeah. And I named her Little. Well, first she had another name, which I haven't let go of. Right, but. Because she has long legs like a model. You named her that. I never really What was her first n- name? Her first model name? Well, I first wanted to call her Mew Mew. Okay. Because of the sound she was making, but also as a nod to the Mucia Prada, the fashion designer. <laughs> For sure. And then it just kind of, the name and the word Little just stuck. Okay. So we named her Little. Okay. And we like got food and we were feeding her. And I kept, like, falling more and more in love with this cat. And I was jo- – Joey and I talked about, like, okay, we're going to take her – get her spaded, like, do all the things, see if she has a chip. Like, take action to, like, bring her into the family. To steal her. Yeah, basically. Yeah, sure. And then I started having these feelings of, like, what if she's doing this with other families? <laughs> Like I had this yeah, moment that's what like cats do. I was dating this boy and I was like, who else is he seeing? Like that was the legit vibe. Oh my God. This past weekend. So to the point you guys, she's like coming in our house and like we fully brought her into our life, but then she would disappear for two days. Yeah. And I'd be like, she's someplace else. This is cats. Right. They're sluts. So then we were planning on this weekend taking her in. Oh no. And then she disappeared for two days, mm-hmm. came back mm-hmm. with a collar on. <gasps> oh, no. What's her name? It doesn't have a name, but it. she clearly had been taken to the pet hospital. Somebody and else someone did, it? did it. My feelings were hurt. And I had had this feeling that this is what was going to happen. Why didn't it was you take a very her energetic sooner? Because of the day we were planning on doing it, she never came around. <gasps> Somebody, it was literally within like 24 hours this happened. Oh, my God. And I'm happy that someone did it. I mean, I'm not like. But it doesn't change the fact that she's still going to be a street cat. 
Right. So she's still technically. But then, like, someone, but then she's like cuddling with other people, and I want my own. Elizabeth. This is what I no. This is where I am. Is that I think that this was my gateway drug into the animal kingdom. Uh, <laughs> so it's rosy. It's thorny. It's stemmy. Like we'll see what happens. But my heart has been opened up to having a pet. Is it going to be a cat that you get? I don't like that. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just kind of open. So I went to even go look at these two kittens that my friend has up for adoption yesterday, but they weren't the right. They're so cute. If anybody's looking for kittens in LA, I have these two cuties that need to be together because they're just too cute to separate, but they weren't mine. You know what I mean? They didn't have that like, these are my animals. For sure. So that is my tail. If I have any say in this, which I know I don't, could you also look at dogs? We're talking about it. Okay. Yeah. It's because I have been, a gentle cat allergy. The The whole thing has been opened up now. I'm really happy Cracked for open. you. And it's nice to see you getting jealous. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're normally so emotionally balanced and chill. That it makes me happy to see. Yeah, you I get could upset. tell. I knew. I was like, she's going. To, she's cuddling with other families. Oh I my god, tell. you could. And you were vibing. You yeah. felt. You smelled the pheromone of another person. Yep. I'm so sorry, but I love this for you. But just so you know, just because Little loves other people doesn't right. diminish her love for you. You've been experienced a polygamous cat. Yeah. But and I don't know if I'm like really, if like. You're I not Polly. I'm not Polly. That's not what I want. Not now. Right. Just like. In Maybe this- when you were in your 20s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just not there in life. I get it. Okay. I get it. That's a beautiful story. That's all I got. <laughs> what you got? Okay. So for my roses and thorns, I guess that I would crystal ha- just fell. Just I would- so everyone knows what that noise was. <laughs> On brand. Um, I wanted to shout out another podcast that I discovered, Ooh. actually. And I'm hoping that this shout out maybe leads to a collab if uh, the TSR warriors and spirit guides could start um, trolling them. I would really appreciate it. Um, they're friends of mine, though, so I'm sure that I, we can figure this out. But anyways, Natasha Legero and Moshe Kasher, two great comics who have been married and now have a child and have been on tour and have Netflix specials and they do the damn thing. They started a podcast. They have like seven episodes or something. It's called the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Tuh. I just discovered podcasts. <laughs> What's a podcast? It's this, this thing. It's like a radio show. Trendy but, and cool. But Let's get on board. Okay, so they have this show on, and you can, I've been listening on Spotify. It is literally so funny. It's them talking about their relationship. It's talking, it's helping other people through their relationships. And it's just like wonderful and hilarious. And like, if you guys are looking to add another pod to the row that's in a different genre with different hosts, don't abandon us. Stay. Stay here, but also go over there. Don't be like the cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Elizabeth can't handle another poly person in her life. <laughs> but anyways, Endless Honeymoon Podcast, shouting it out because goddamn, it's funny. And I just love, I just love when people do it right. I can't wait to listen. I really enjoyed their Netflix special that they did together. It's very, they're, it they're both sweating at Shape House. Oh, I love another kind of shout out. Um, Yeah, they're both super funny. So, oh, also in the name of shouting people out, doing great things. Our girl Yamanika, who we love, just was on The Breakfast Club, and it was also 
fucking hilarious. And she's going to be opening for us in, in New York. York. Yes. So we're going to be in New York at Caroline's on Broadway, September 26th. We have a link in our bio on Instagram. And if you use the code retrograder, you $10 off your ticket. Yes. And then I think it's $25 um, plus tax at the door. So hurry and do it before. And we have actually Elisa Vitti is joining us oh, on stage. Announcement. Announcement. Author of the Bible of all female Bibles, the woman code mm-hmm. that taught us all about our period, our period at the but age of 30 female biohacking. She has a new book coming out too. It's going to be an amazing conversation and it's going to be a fun hang with us. We're so stoked. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thanks so much to Joy and her beautiful energy and her beautiful creations that she's putting on this planet. It means the world to have her sit down with us. We hope you guys are doing great. Tell your friends about the show. Feel free to subscribe. Mm. Leave us a review. We appreciate it it so, so deeply. We love hearing from you. So thank you to anyone who's done that. And please continue to do so. It means a lot. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Smart. And guys, I'm still Falcon. I just don't say it all the time. (laughs) I've I've gotten some DMs of people that are concerned that I've dropped the Falcon. No. When you deeply embody a Falcon, you don't always have to broadcast it. Sometimes you just hold it in your heart. But I'm still here, coasting through the air. Being a predator. (laughs) All right. Namaste listening. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.